Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beyond Sunday at Bethlehem, a podcast created to go beyond the Sunday service experience at Bethlehem Church, exploring some of the deeper questions of our faith, offering additional content from behind the scenes from the cutting room floor. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Angela Buckland, and as always, I am beyond excited to host today's episode. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Sunday. As you know, at Bethlehem Church, groups are an incredibly important part of our church. And today, we are highlighting a very special and unique group here at Bethlehem Church that it's fairly new and has grown significantly since it started a little over a year ago. It is a group dedicated to single moms committed to pursuing healing, healthy hearts, and wholeness with lots of love, laughter, and community along the way. All ages and stages are welcome, from young mamas to grandmamas. That came from the description on the website. <laughs> and this group is led by Martha Gano. Many of you know Martha from uh, the women's breakfast that we had just this past August, our live podcast. Martha was a part of that. Um, and I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that episode and get to know Martha and, uh, and have some laughs. It was a great, we had a great time. Uh, that's episode number 45. And today we welcome Martha, Savannah, Sherry, and Bridget to the podcast. Welcome and thanks so much for being here with us, ladies. We're happy oh, to be you. here. <laughs> all right. So y'all, all, we're going to kind of go around and just uh, say a quick introduction. Uh, tell us who you are and a little bit about yourself. We'll start with you, Bridget. Okay. My name is Bridget. Um, I'm a teacher in Barrow County. I have two children that are grown and two grandchildren. Awesome. And they're super cute. <laughs> of course they are. Of course. And my name's Martha. Um, Martha. I live here in Barrow County, too. And my kids are actually grown also. They are 25, 23, 22, 20, and I need a nap. <laughs> Saying it. Remembering. Hey, I'm Savannah, and I have a little boy. He's five, and mm. I work for the... GBI. Wow. Okay. <laughs> she's, she's the coolest member There's of the group. Just right FYI. There. I'm not. <laughs> and I'm Sherry, and I have two grown sons. They are 30 and 22, and I have my first grandbaby on the way. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank That's you. wonderful. So the name of this group is From Surviving to Thriving, The Single Mom Journey. Martha, tell us a little bit more about your story for those who may not know, and what led you to start this group? Yeah, you know, recently I actually had a friend send me an article by the Pew Research Center that said that the U.S. actually has the highest number of single-parent households in the world. Wow. Um, <clears throat> and I've been doing some reading on it recently and, and read, too, that this actually is considered the most fatherless generation in the history of the world in which the fathers are alive but not present, wow. which is profound. Um, and, you know, the impact on that is profound as well, yeah. which I'm just going to mention it really briefly here so that all these gals don't curl up in the fetal position and start <laughs> crying because this is the reality right. that we live with. But, um, um, you know, incidents of violent crimes, suicide, runaways, significant behavioral disorders, high school dropout rates, they are all exponentially higher mm. in fatherless homes. Wow. Um, so, you know, we, I think we all know that we're in a battle for the next generation. Mm -hmm. yeah. And for us, we know as single moms, the reality that we live in is actually 
not what you would think. Mm -hmm. It is that even though we live in these stats, these statistics in the natural, that we know a supernatural God who loves to come in and flip the script. Amen. Now, what we have found is that the hinge on the door that will open a broken home to that transformative, healing, um, game-changing, life-changing, script-flipping power of God is often the mom. Mm. Or at least for us, we're going to, that's all we've got control over. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. In fact, we're studying that in our group right now that we can control one person. Hopefully that is a lifelong goal is to just control ourselves. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, my story, my kids were actually seven, nine, 11, and 13 when uh, I became a single mom. Mm-hmm. So for a long time for me, I was in survival. I mean, you know, I just say their ages and feel like taking a nap again, <laughs> as I mentioned. Um, and so just raising those kids took everything I had and then also processing my own stuff. Yeah. Um, I just never had the bandwidth to do anything like this. And Hmm. when we've been talking about it today, some of us actually, when you're in process is the time that you need support, you Mm -hmm. need healing, you need um, processing. Yeah. So uh, I guess it was a couple years ago, you know, my kids were grown and I just knew that it was time uh, to do this. My original game plan for the group is absolutely nothing like what it looks like. They're laughing. It's their fault. Um, But basically what happened is I've ended up sharing my own process and journey. We've studied several different books and listened to podcasts and talked through it just to inspire people that that the normal Christian life is to go from broken to healing to healthy and then to whole. Mm. Um, And so how do we get there? It's super simple, actually. It is a reckless, no holds barred, have to have him hungry, passionate, completely dependent on Jesus Mm -hmm. and pursuing a walk with him because that's where all the magic happens. So our group is largely about clearing the blockages that we have between us and God because there in his presence is where everything that needs to get handled gets handled. Mm -hmm. Um, We talk all the time in our group that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So I knew that what God had done in my life he wanted to do again and again mm-hmm. and again. And that's what's really happened here. Um, I was thinking today, I just so look forward to hearing these ladies share their journeys again, because it rocks my world every time. If you hear whimpering and sniffling, <laughs> it's me over here in the corner, just Pass crying. tissues over to Yeah, it's like the best kind of church. Um, it just fills my spirit every yeah. time I hear them. They've really gone from surviving to thriving, from victims to victors, but they've actually gone beyond that. And you're going to hear it as yeah. they share their story. So yeah. Well, yeah. that's I, I, that's awesome, and I can't wait. I'm, so we're going to jump right into that and and talk about Martha. You really kind of gave that picture of you know from going from surviving to thriving. You really helped us focus on the thriving. Talk about. I want to hear some of the stories about where you were. Um, and talk about your journey that you took, your own personal journey that you took from surviving. Where were you in that place and how you went from hopelessness to having hope? Who wants to start? I'll go. This is Sherry. Sherry. Um, <clears throat> so I was definitely um, not thriving. I was um, a product of an unwanted divorce um, due to infidelity. Um, so I was immediately, um, single empty nest on my own, just all within, you know, a couple months. Um, 
and, you know, sell the house, do the, you know, all the, all the changes. And then, um, pretty much burrowed into a cocoon, um, and stayed there. Mm -hmm. Um, I started going to, uh, Bethlehem about two and a half years later and ultimately ended up, um, hearing a sermon that Matt Pyland preached in December of 2020 on forgiveness. And then I knew what was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I was completely eaten up with anger and bitterness, and I wanted everybody else to be angry and bitter with me, and nobody wanted to be around me. And um, I was miserable, and I was making everybody else miserable. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so I hear this sermon on forgiveness, and I'm like, okay, that's great. I get that, but how do I do it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had yeah. no clue because society's idea of forgiveness to me was like, oh, they're sorry. I'm going to forgive them. And that's not at all what a a spiritual forgiveness is. So anyway, so I emailed Matt Pylon and I said, (laughs) Uh (laughs) you were preaching to me directly to me Sunday and I need help. Um, I need to know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. And thank the dear Lord. He responded and, um, and got me in with a counselor. Um, that then started the process with me. Mm. Um, and I remember the very first appointment was in right away in January. And he said, we were talking about the ex-husband and he said, have you forgiven him? And I said, no, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, are yeah. you kidding me? <laughs> and so it started from there. So that was in January of 2021. And he immediately told me about a group, um, that had recently been started and Martha's group for single moms. And I was just adamant. I was staying in my cocoon. I was not going to go. I was not going to, you know, I didn't want to be with a bunch of women that were going to be man bashing. And no, that's right. true. That's know. a great point. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, I did not no, want not. any of that mm-hmm. stuff. And so I didn't go for three months. And finally, I even called and talked to Martha and still decided I wasn't going to go. <laughs> and then. What does she mean by that? On, Martha. <laughs> I mean, she was great, you but do? I'm still worried about it being. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, just a bunch of women sure. fussing about their past. So, um, <laughs> so I finally, I finally went in February and, you know, I mean in, uh, April mm-hmm. and, um, boy, I wasted some time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you could have been having so much fun. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. So it was really just to kind of sum it all up, uh, looking back at my journey, it was definitely, I had I had gotten to a place where I had to make the choice. I was either going to stay where I was or I was going to get better. And I desperately wanted to get better. I just didn't know how. And I began to learn I needed to do it in community. Mm -hmm. Um, There was no other way around it. So So good. That's really powerful, Mm -hmm. Sherry. Okay, so I I need to hear the breakthrough piece. Share the breakthrough (laughs) piece. Let's go. (laughs) So, um, well, I had to, are you talking about the life event? Well, I just, I just, it doesn't, not, not necessarily that, but like one of the things you reference is it's like, how do you get from here to there? Oh yeah. And yeah. and I will say, and these girls can echo it. Like we watched Sherry. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody share about watching that process. Mm-hmm. You mean the time I slammed my book shut and left class? <laughs> hey, Bridget and Savannah, speak into Whoa. this. Oh yeah. Oh this yeah. Is getting good. <laughs> I know. We, we are mm-hmm. at some point, one of yeah. the, we yeah. have several business models that yeah. We're going to start businesses, and one of them is a YouTube channel, we just are. so you know. I'm not sure we'll still be allowed to be in Bethlehem Church. And those to be determined, stay tuned, everyone. Yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah, but we watched 
We did, yeah. Speak to it. Yeah, I feel like I saw even from Sherry, and one thing about Sherry and I, like we have completely two different stories, but we actually did a book by Lisa Turkers, mm-hmm. um, Forgiving What You Can't Forget. Yep. And throughout that book, Sherry mm-hmm. and I, with completely different stories and like how we ended up where we were, like bonded on the fact that mm-hmm. we had some of the same like journey mm-hmm. of like, wait, those are the same lies Satan is telling me. And mm-hmm. like, no, no, we're not mm-hmm. going to believe that anymore. And wow. so like I got to see that in Sherry and then I, like vice versa and in our group be like, hey, I mean, we have two completely different stories mm-hmm. and God was still working in both of us in that. And so it was just yeah. awesome to watch that breakthrough. And yeah. where else would I have ever thought that I would have friends in their 20s <laughs> and I'm in my si- I'm 60 <laughs> and, you know, friends in all in between that we relate like we're twins mm-hmm. yeah. I mean you know like we're yes. besties yes. and you know we, yes. we're sisters we're in Christ yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. absolutely Definitely. and Sherry it was what time for you going through that book um third time oh, is it the three. third time yeah so far that's what I mean <laughs> that's right yeah that's what I mean wow. and that's where I mean we talked about it before but I just want to yeah. honor you for being willing to go mm-hmm. through a forgiveness over and mm-hmm. over and yes. over again mm-hmm. until yeah. You had breakthrough in that area. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, you, you have to. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, is there anybody else want to talk about their journey from from surviving to thriving? I mean, I'll talk about mine a little right, bit. Savannah. I'm Savannah. I'm the 20s that Sherry was discussing. <laughs> but ironically, that, one. that was a only. huge part of me, like coming to the group. So, like, I heard single mom and stereotype. I thought. People having babies outside of marriage. So I come to this group and everyone was like 20 years older than me, divorced with like grown kids. And I'm like, okay, God, we're going to take this and run with it. But throughout that, I mean, God, like even transformed my life. Like, Mm. and I, for me, I needed this community. Like I had tried at the time, like college groups. Well, sorry, I have to leave early. I have to go put my son down or mom's groups. Oh, my husband's watching the kids tonight and not saying any of those things are wrong, but I desperately prayed. God, send me something. And Martha knows this. um, The night before, or I guess they did groups, Martha's group wasn't posted yet. And I was freaking out. How am I going to get a babysitter? What am I going to do? And sure enough, the next morning, that group was posted where we have childcare on Sundays. And like, that's just kind of for me, like where the, Mm -hmm. like God started rolling that. And so um, I've talked about this in our group and yeah, we all have different stories. But one thing for me was like, my situation has not changed. Mm -hmm. Like in five years, I'm still in the same spot I was before, but my heart has. And like, to me, like that was like moving Mm -hmm. away from hopelessness. And in the past year, someone at this church preached something on this. But part of my like moving out of victimhood was... I'm so sick of like being in this situation. I used to pray, God, I just can't wait for heaven when I'm out of this and mm. I'm with you and I'm not in this crap and broken world yeah. and all of it. Sorry, I said crap. Go for it. <laughs> I'm all in this <laughs> junk. And then someone said, I will see the goodness of God in the land oh, of the living. Oh, and that is it. what like I speak over us and our group. Yes. Like, no, no, no. Yes. Even in our situations, I'm going to see mm-hmm. the goodness of God in the land of the living. Mm-hmm. And so that's like been my mantra throughout this group. And like, we all have different struggles. We're all single for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And listen, you can be married and be spiritually single. Mm-hmm. You can yep. be widowed. Divorced. Mm-hmm. There are Jeez, so many right. ways yes. that you can be a, quote, single parent. But then saying over and over again, no, I will see the goodness wow. of God in the land of the living. Wow. And, like, for oh. me, 
like it's a process. Like I can sit here on this podcast all day and say that, but you know, I'm going to keep saying it yeah. and I'm going to speak it over oh, our yes. kids oh. and over mm-hmm. the ladies in the group. Yes. And I'm getting fired up. There you go. <laughs> I don't even think I told my story, but preacher. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think I told my story, but I'm a single mom because I'm in the groups. So. <laughs> Do you want to tell your story? Or no, I is mean, that, you're good. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I sure I'll give a brief summary. Okay. I mean, I was like the base, the basic poster child of grew up in the Christian home, yeah. did everything right, went to college, did everything wrong, and then <laughs> yeah. had a baby. Yeah. And I just decided at that point, like, okay, how God, what can you do? And for me, I've said this to people, mm. that was God's mercy. Like oh I was out of state, out of school, making choices I shouldn't be making. And the Lord was like, no, 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 we're coming home. Mm. And he took everything away. I was wow. a collegiate athlete. I had my friends. I had my school. And God was like, no, 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 baby girl, you're coming home. Let's go. And so I did. And then through that process, I mean, I didn't join this group till I think Charlie was two or three. And so even like Sherry was just talking about, like it took years to get to a point where I was ready to like God I don't want to be on this roller coaster anymore. Like, get me the heck off. I'm tired of the loop-de-loops and the up and downs. And so, I mean, that's just kind of where I ended up here. But, I mean, like I said, I feel like we all still go through the struggles and dealing with things that single moms deal with, whether it's just so many things. Right, Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Wow. So good. That's powerful. Thank you for sharing She she was much different than that when she walked in, though. (laughs) Do you remember that first? Bridget, you were there at the very beginning, and it was— I love what Sherry had to say about like being concerned about what kind of group it was. I was interviewed yeah. by more than one woman before they would come. Yeah. Um, because, but, but I will say that the first time, first few times we met, it was, there was a brokenness mm-hmm. yeah. in the room, like yeah. a shame. Will you speak to yeah. the shame yeah. piece? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and to me, it was like the first place where I'm like, we're talking about this in church. Like, yes. and we're, mm-hmm. and it's not a secret. Like you hear the mm-hmm. stories about people getting divorced. No, we can't talk about it. Or the people going through it are, oh, look at them. It was like, no, 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 there's no shame. And right. so to come in, like there's freedom in that mm-hmm. to sit there and be able to be like, hey, there's mm-hmm. no shame. That's like right. God's doing mm-hmm. something in your life, your kid's life. And just speaking mm-hmm. over that constantly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You ladies speak with the same freedom that I have uh, spoken to um, when we had um, ladies that uh, have have maybe, you know, gone through uh, the unwanted pregnancy and then abortion or the same mm-hmm. freedom mm-hmm. that uh, people that go to Regen. Yes. Mm-hmm. They know they're in touch with the brokenness, but they've yes. experienced the power and the resurrection and the mm-hmm. new life in Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's where we all are. Yes. <laughs> whether you recognize it or whether you see it mm-hmm. or not, that's the truth. Yes. Yeah. And you all are in touch with that. And it's just that freedom that you all speak with no shame. Yeah. yeah. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. And that's where we all in Christ, that's where we are, is yeah. there's no shame in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the severe mercy. Yeah, right. That's what Savannah's saying. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the severe mercy. It's that in his mercy, mm-hmm. he lets us know that we're actually all broken. Yeah. yeah. So the faster you can get to brokenness, the, the faster you can connect yeah. to the father and right. actually move in power. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because his power is yes. made perfect. Right. His strength is made perfect in our weakness. Right. Yeah. yeah. So good. All right, Bridget. You're next. Um, yeah, so my story is a little bit different. Um, I was in a very difficult marriage for 25 years. Um, we had previously attended this church, and um, I felt a lot of shame mm-hmm. just from mm-hmm. things that had been shared and swore I would never come back to this church. Mm. And um, when everything really fell apart with my marriage and the Lord just said, you're no longer to stay in this marriage, um, there was a lot of addiction, infidelity. You know, I had a clear answer. Mm-hmm. You are to leave this marriage. Mm-hmm. I reached out 
Jamartha, and it was something silly. And then over a few conversations, I said, you know, told Martha what was going on. And she had known about our situation previously. And she's like, just come to this small group. I just started it two weeks ago. And I was thinking, but I'm not a single mom. I mean, I'm not. Like, I was still thinking, like, um, I'm not going back to that church. I was just, you know, really full of shame. And um, Mm -hmm. I really couldn't go to any church. I couldn't go to my family church. I was just paralyzed. Like, you know, I'm going to be a divorced woman, like a scarlet letter. Mm -hmm. And um, Martha came and got me out of the car. And <laughs> okay, that's, and that also, sounds a little like more violent than it actually was. Martha. I also <laughs> want to point out that was Bridget's first week. It happened. Yeah. She found out that week, and like mm-hmm. that is like mm-hmm. so brave that within days mm-hmm. she was like, oh, "No, yeah. I'm here. I need community." It was yeah. kind of like a stake in the sand, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Even to my husband, like I'm not turning back this time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, yeah. I'm joining a single mom small group. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, whatever that means. Even yeah. to the parking lot, I want you to tell that story, Bridget, okay. because. You know, anyone who's been to Bethlehem Church knows how huge it is and how many cars there are in the parking lot on a Sunday. Ready to go. Yeah. So we just happened to pull in and get parked right beside each other. Mm-hmm. And and there she was, you know. And when she told me we sit on the second row, like, I wanted to just stay in the back and hide. You know, can I just, like, get up under a chair? I'll be there, but I don't want to be seen. Mm-hmm. But no, we sit in the second row <laughs> up front. And, we are the um, hungry ones. We are and the hungry th- ones. And that happened to me too when yeah. when I finally agreed to come. This is Sherry, and when I finally agreed to come, and um, Martha sent me a, a selfie of herself and says, "This is me. Look for me. We sit sit front left." Well, <laughs> you literally, didn't save that I, selfie, did you? Li- <laughs> uh, literally, I pulled into the parking lot, and this lady with a young girl pulled in, like facing me. And I looked at my phone and I looked at the car Let's and it was Martha. <laughs> yeah. Also, so. if you come to our group, you don't have to sit in the second row. <laughs> you do not have to sit that's in the second row. That's not a requirement row. to no. be in this group. Oh, that's the best part is yeah. there's there are no requirements in our group. Yeah. Yes. The only yeah. rule we have is that you don't have to do anything. You wow. don't have to speak. You don't have to introduce yourself. Yeah. You don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. So there's no, and I and that probably honestly was one of my worries too. Oh, well, they're going to make you talk. They're going to make you tell your story. They're, you know, well, by, by the time we get to know each other, we want to talk, you know, yeah. we want to share, but, but you don't have to. But so Martha that will make com- you get out of the car. That's Holy Spirit. Yeah, that was the Holy okay. Spirit for sure. <laughs> Just to be clear. For sure. All right. So talk about how this group, I mean, obviously you, you ladies have already touched on that, but how this, this group has helped you grow in your relationship with Jesus and how it's helped you grow personally? I wouldn't have survived without this group. I mean, it's better than any therapy that I've received. Um, Mm -hmm. I've never been in a ladies group. I was afraid to be in a ladies group. I was honestly afraid of other women. The judgment. Yes, definitely. So, you know, here I am 49 years old and just now in a ladies group, but I've been in church my whole life. Wow. Wow. So, um, Mm -hmm. They, you know, through hard times, through happy times, I mean, Martha, the other light, we just point to Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus is our strength. Um, We're not going to stay in victimhood. I mean, I've walked through a divorce now from separation to a divorce, and I do feel like I'm thriving, Mm -hmm. and I don't feel the shame that that Satan wanted me to feel, you know, that was trying to keep me out of church and keep me paralyzed, and 
you know, now I sit on the second row and I can worship where mm-hmm. I felt like I had mm-hmm. didn't have the strength to worship. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot of power mm-hmm. in that. Yeah. Yes. And worshiping together is just the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, just all of us sitting there together mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just closing our eyes, raising our hands, do whatever we want to do to yeah. show the Lord how much, how thankful we are, Yeah, yeah. you know, and I've never experience that in any kind of church or worship I've ever been involved in until here. So I think um, what you ladies uh, have experienced is the power of community Mm -hmm. absolutely, and how important that is. One is believers and sisters in Christ, but also sharing a similar journey Mm -hmm. um, and needing each other. We need one another. Mm -hmm. And that Mm -hmm. is one, the power of groups and two, just the, the power of, of, of belonging in in the sisterhood of Christ. Mm-hmm. So that's really, it speaks to the, to one that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You're not forgotten, mm-hmm. uh, that, that yeah. God loves you and, and he has a future and a hope for you and a plan for you and your story is not over. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. uh, Savannah, do you want to just kind of share a little bit about how you've grown in your walk with Christ? You said that now you had the experience of growing up in church. Mm-hmm. Talk about your relationship with Christ now versus what it used to be, kind of like your understanding of, of Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I think one big, like, transform, transformative, the yeah. word, transformative yeah. thing in our group has been, like, understanding, like, the love of God. Mm. Like, even, mm-hmm. like, Hagar in the Bible, like, sh- like she made mistakes. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was, it's, like, my fault, quote, unquote, whatever, that I ended up here. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Lord's love is, like, unchanging. So, like, that's freeing. And for me, it sounds, like, dumb, like, well, Jesus loves you. Like, okay, we know that. And you grow right. up singing, like even Sherry has talked about, like singing the like children's nursery rhymes where you're singing and mm-hmm. saying like Jesus loves you over and over again, but really living that out and yeah. understanding like the never failing love of Jesus over yes. us mm-hmm. and no matter our mistakes. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. there is shame cause there's shame cause we've done something or like in my case, I've done something. Yeah. So there's a shame, but God like frees you from that. And so for me, I almost think, being like going through what I went through was where the Lord's like, no, I, I am enough. Mm. Like you, and just under, I mean, yeah, I just, I lose my words. Cause yeah. it's just, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and I think we've, and we've hit on it with a study we're doing right now. And that is that we have such a performance paradigm. Yeah. So if it, when we beat ourselves mm-hmm. up, we think we're actually doing a good job mm. because we failed. And meanwhile, it's actually the plan of the enemy. Yes. If he can get us to think that there's something between us and the Father, then he's one. So to Preach. go, actually, everything that I've ever done has already been paid for. Yeah. Yep. The punishment's already been yes. given out. There's no more punishment to be had. Yeah. Then that makes, literally, makes my heart explode to yeah. the Father. And boy, that builds a connection and an intimacy with Jesus that that all of the um, self-flagellation, beating yeah, myself right. up, whatever, could never yes. do. Mm-hmm. You run to the Father mm-hmm. and, yeah. and mm-hmm. fall into grace. I mean, there's no reason to hide, no reason to wait. I'm thinking of the words of the, the worship song right. that we mm-hmm. sing. I mean, that that is, mm-hmm. that's what you're describing. Yeah. And every barrier has been removed. Yeah. So, wow, right. that's good stuff. Yeah. So, Talk about, Sherry, you kind of talked about that moment that you made the choice to pursue healing mm-hmm. and wholeness mm-hmm. instead of remaining in the pain and the bitterness of the past. Talk about, um, talk about what, what was that turning point? What was that aha moment? And anybody feel free to jump in here. Talk about what was that moment that led you to that decision? Well, 
I'm a woman, so I'm a control freak. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm very orderly and organized, and I was going to fix this, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I was going to read everything I could read, um, join or, or buy every program I could buy, you know, for recovering from divorce. And, um, and I was diligently going through that Mm. those first three years and, you know, all it was doing was beating me down, you know, making me feel worse. And, um, and I, as I said, I was stuck in unforgiveness. So 2021, then when I, when I made the choice, I was just miserable. And I, I mean, I just didn't want to be, not that, you know, it wasn't like a suicide thing or anything. I just didn't want to be around anymore. It was just it was, I was miserable. And, um, so when I started, you know, realizing through good counseling that it was forgiveness that was blocking and the bitterness was eating me alive and it wasn't hurting the person I was bitter at, but Mm. he was happy and going on with his life and it was just hurting me. So I had to stay in that and in that good counsel and, um, and realize, you know, that I had to walk that path of forgiveness. And then, kind of the second step of that, once I felt like I was making progress there, was realizing that um, the Lord was re- was redeeming me. Yeah. And that's kind of my, my 2022 word <laughs> was yeah. redemption. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like so um, as I've grown through the group that he redeemed my self-worth mm-hmm. because it was in the tank. And um, he redeemed my future because I didn't think I had yes. one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because everybody else in the family was going on about their lives mm-hmm. And I was still sitting here alone Mm -hmm. and these other people weren't mad at him anymore. And I wanted them to be, Mm. you know, and, um, justice. uh, Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, so then working through the forgiveness and then getting into redemption. So, I and that connected me even stronger to the Lord because I know he paid for that redemption and, um, he did, I am worthy to him and I do have a future. Yes. because of him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's your new inheritance in yeah. Christ. Mm-hmm. Come it, on. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, what has happened or what's been done to you, mm-hmm. yes. even though it hurts, even though it was painful, it yeah. was real. It, it so happened, yeah. but you have a new nature and a new inheritance mm-hmm. in Christ. Yes. And that, I, that key, that forgiveness that you're talking about. Um, I think that's that I see so many of us get stuck. It doesn't, I mean, whether you're divorced, single, married, you can be married and stuck in that place of bitterness and and unforgiveness. Working on forgiveness is probably something that everybody should go through at some point in their lives. Mm -hmm. So that's really, that's, that's powerful stuff. Well, and that's how some of the, what this group has turned into for me is not a single mom's recovery group anymore. It's all of us growing our, Mm -hmm. our, um, faith Mm. journey. And, and like you said, these things apply, they don't just apply to divorce or single parenthood or, or, you know, out of wedlock. They don't just apply to all that. They apply to life in general. And, and, uh, you know, happily married couple can be having trouble with forgiveness of a parent yes. or a child yeah. or, yes. you know, so it, it all comes together, you know, in the healing process that this mm-hmm. can apply to anybody. Yeah. We just happen to have that common link that pulled us all yeah. together. That's awesome. So. We, we have had married women asked to join our group. We, we have taken it under consideration <laughs> Before we will let you know, yeah. um, I love it. I love make. it because they see the fruit and yes. they yeah. see the 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 spirit and what what's growing and yes. what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Martha, I want to kind of talk about that. That um, you started this group 
then moved away for a little bit, Mm -hmm. then moved back. Yet this group has thrived and grown. And I remember, so I'm going to just do a little shameless plug here. I remember you calling, you and I talking on the phone Mm -hmm. and you say, hey, I've got this crazy idea for a group. What Mm -hmm. do you think of this? And I was like, yes, go for it. This, this is amazing. Let's go for it. And so at the time, I think when God had given you that, that seed, planted that seed in your heart, it was just this, you know, this, this vision. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just, I love that now we're seeing the fruit of it. Mm-hmm. Like this is the evidence yeah. of what he had planted in your heart. So talk about the power of the, I mean, we've already talked about the, the power of community that we've seen evidenced in this group, but Talk about how God is raising up the leaders and he's raising up, you know, women to, you've got online community mm-hmm. yeah, as we well. Do. We yeah, do. Talk, talk First of all, it's almost two and a half years, Angela. Oh my gosh. Okay. So. It's okay, love. It happens. <laughs> okay. Um, I have no concept of time. Isn't that crazy? Yes. So yes, we had the group for a year and then I was gone for off and on for nine months. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let them speak to that season. But during that season also, because I wasn't actually here, but stayed in communication. But um, during that season also started an online Mm. group, Mm. which is another way of reaching gals who can't get here otherwise. Um, But I do also want to just shout out to Bethlehem Church. You know, we just, speaking of parking, we don't have room for small groups during Sunday mornings. But I went to leadership and said, crazy idea. Is there any way just because it can be they single moms don't have to get out another time during the week and yes. they ha- not everybody had childcare. It was mm-hmm. immediately post COVID mm-hmm. and there is childcare on wow. Sunday mornings. And the answer was absolutamente, right? <laughs> like just that willingness yes. to facilitate this happening. We're so appreciative and we so mm-hmm. appreciate our covering Love it. in Bethlehem church. So I'm going to let them speak to what, what went mm-hmm. on. Uh, when Martha told us that she was leaving and she asked a few of us to lead, it was so scary so cool. <laughs> yes. because yes she's just so amazing and yeah. so fun and um and like I said I had never even been in a in a women's group and now you're wanting me to step. Right. I can't do I this I was like girls wow. all the good stuff is right outside your comfort <laughs> well, zone and a lot of times we, when a when a leader kind of does step aside or you see the group fold or you see mm-hmm. it you know disband mm-hmm. yeah but mm-hmm. that didn't happen that didn't well happen. and it was a little scary because Martha was our leader, sure, and she was yeah. further along in her healing process yeah. mm-hmm. um, from, you know, surviving to thriving, and so we kind of looked up to her and and followed followed her lead yeah. in the healing process because we wanted to be on that road too. So then, when she was gone, it yeah. was, um, I guess, just I would think back and think I was determined mm-hmm. that, you know, we've got to we had already bonded at that point. So we, we got to make this work, you know, and, and I wasn't one of the ones that was, was, um, leading, Mm -hmm. but, but we all just kind of came as a group effort and, um, you know, helped each other and everything. Mm -hmm. So it just like highlighted the community too. Absolutely. Of Like, Hey, someone just read a question out and let's just start talking or talk about your week. And it wasn't, it was just, what is God doing this week? I feel mm-hmm. like, because yeah. sometimes a lot of us didn't have much to bring to the table and mm-hmm. we were like, okay, God, you're going to have to do something. Hey, we don't know what to hey, say. Man. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's imp- the magic place, yes. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. It's empowering other leaders too. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. you know, there are leaders in this church and all they need is just, you know, to be empowered yes. and encouraged to yes. lead. So that's, that's awesome to see mm-hmm. that at work here in this group. Yep. So all right. So if 
they want to jump in. To, if someone's listening to this group and they want to jump in, mm. what it can is it open year round? Is it, there like a start we, time? We are always open. Yeah. I just actually sent a text the other day saying, "Hey, make sure and leave our t- our group open always yes. online." And also. <laughs> We never stop meeting. Yeah. Like we don't yeah. do semesters. We don't take the summer off. We don't take Christmas off. Um, we just because it's too much fun. We tried this summer to meet every other week, and we kept meeting every week. And all <laughs> of a sudden, we're all sitting there, like, "Wait, we're having or wait, small let's just go to our room, grab your coffee, let's go." You know, <laughs> and so it. we couldn't stop meeting. Yeah, um, and but, y'all yeah. serve together. I mean, I've seen y'all do serving, yes. you know, serving Absolutely. projects together, and mm-hmm. Absolutely, wow. Mm-hmm. So you meet on Sundays. So we meet Sundays. Uh, we do a group of us sits together optionally, optionally. at the nine thirty service uh-huh. um, on row two. On row two <laughs> on the left side. Hey, Chevis maybe did say low key that they kind of argue over who leads worship on our side because <laughs> let's go. You'll know us because we're all the single ladies sitting at the front. <laughs> all the single ladies. That is the alternative name for this podcast, by the way. I love it. Oh, so funny. But we a group of us goes to church at nine thirty together, and then we go to um, small group at 11 o'clock okay. um, downstairs lower level media center and awesome. over in bca um uh, you can find it under groups click there i'll get your information and reach out send you a probably a yeah. stupid selfie which i request <laughs> that you delete immediately, immediately um and let you know how to get and we connected. will include the link to mm-hmm. you, this group in the show notes um in this episode so yeah. that when, it, when they're listening to it they can click right on there and, and get more information perfect so, yeah. All right. Any final thoughts, any parting wisdom that you ladies want to leave us with? Um, I just shared with our group on Sunday after the sermon and everything that it just occurred to me that collectively we've been through some really, really hard things in this group. Yeah. But we've not drowned. Come on. And we're not going to drown. There we go. Yeah. Um, God's got us. Yeah. And um, I'm just so incredibly thankful for this group of ladies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The wisdom of Martha yeah. leading us. So and, powerful. And that's mm-hmm. why we wanted to have y'all on the on the podcast yeah. because yeah. of what God is doing in this in in your hearts and in this group. Yeah. And we're a good time. We are a good time. <laughs> Always. I did have a couple of things I just wanted to wrap up, you know, and Bridget saying that is actually an exact illustration of how I wanted to kind of wrap us up. And that is, I knew from when I was supposed to start this and I felt completely like empty at a loss. You know, I'm a teacher by trade. So my original curricula never even have really touched in most of it. <laughs> and, um, but the Lord, I knew that there was purpose and destiny on this group. Mm-hmm. And you can see that they actually have gone. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons I knew they were ready to lead at least for a short burst, I knew I was supposed to go, I was supposed to go um, to get just more of the Lord. But it's because they've walked this journey where they've, they're going from, they've gone from broken to healing to healthy and into whole. Yeah. And when you learn that you can, the Lord will take you there once, the thing is, there's, I mean, Sherry hit it. There's all kinds of pain, loss, and disappointment. So the message that mm. Bridget just shared yeah. is for you, regardless of what your flavor of pain, loss, and disappointment right. has been, right. that you, the process of the Christian walk is to go from broken to healing, to healthy and whole. So that when I get broken again, because life is going to hit me, yeah. right. life is going to hit me, God. Four people dying right now in my world. Mm. One just passed away and three others coming really fast. Mm-hmm. So then you go, 
boom, I just took a major hit. That's okay. Yeah. I know that mm-hmm. the Lord's process is to go from broken to healing to healthy and whole again. So, um, hmm. you know, as what they're what these women are saying is that they're learning who they are, yeah. mm-hmm. that they walk in power mm-hmm. as daughters and and shout out to single dads too. We don't mean to leave you out yeah, at all. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we just we just experienced single moms, but we want to honor them as well. But yeah. we are sons and daughters of God who walk in authority and power regardless of our circumstances mm-hmm. or the situation mm-hmm. we're currently in. That's, That's just right. a space and time. That's right. It's not who we are. Um, so I just, you know, as Jesus heals us and his love fills us more and more, what happens is he spills out and mm-hmm. everybody that comes close to us gets splashed with him. And when I said they've gone more than surviving to thriving, more than victim to victor, it's so funny. Um, Today on our group chat, one of the gals shared that she, she's going to volunteer at a homeless shelter soon. And boom, everybody started replying. I can't go now, but I want to go later. Hey, I can go now. Where do we meet? Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Awesome. So these women who could mm-hmm. see themselves as, hey, I'm the sad sack. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. I hate people because of where my life has landed yep. me mm-hmm. and I'm the victim. No, no. I'm full. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm full. Yeah. I'm provided for. Yeah. I'm I'm um, forgiven, and I forgive. And now, the love of God is is just. I mean, it's just like gonna pour oozing out. out of my pores. That's it's right. exploding out of me. Where can I go wow. and serve and help? Mm-hmm. And that wasn't a we organized a service project as a group. It yeah. was one gal sharing and the other gal responding. Amazing. Other gals responding. Yeah. yeah, and that's what God has for every single one of us. So I think our message is. Whatever your pain, loss, and disappointment, like this is what God has for you too. Beauty from ashes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Yes. <laughs> well, ladies, thank you so, so much. Um, Martha, I'm going to ask, would you pray as we close? Mm-hmm. Would you mind praying for us mm-hmm. and praying for any of our listeners that may be listening to this that are afraid or kind of not, not really sure where to go from here? Mm-hmm. So God, there are people listening that pain, loss, and disappointment is, is defining their reality. And the truth is that when we, when, when we let the problem or the pain define what's real, we're missing out on the rescue that you're providing for us and that you're offering to us. So just now in Jesus' name, I say break off the um, blinders and the scales that the enemy would put on eyes saying that your story divi- defines your your destiny, Mm. that your past defines your present and predicts your future. Lord, that we say you define the present and the future. You redeem the past. You redeem all that we've messed up. You redeem all that's been done to us. And I just say in Jesus' name that we declare freedom for those who are listening. And if Mm. you want more of this, there is more of this. Come and get it in Mm -hmm. Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. 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 All right, ladies, thank you so much for being here. God bless your group. And I can't wait to hear more stories. I can't wait to Mm -hmm. to have y'all back on the on the podcast maybe in a in a few months and we'll hear some more cool stories so thanks for listening as always to beyond sunday we appreciate all of our listeners thanks for tuning in and we will see you next time